2: Start and the worst possible start for India. Australia hold the upper hand after day one of the first Vodafone test in Adelaide. India won the toss and elected to bat, but by stumps they were holding on for dear light at 6 for 233, as Australia's quicks, armed with a swinging second new pink ball, hunted for wickets under lights. The turning point in the day was the run out of India skipper Virat Kohli for 74, Stranded after a mix-up with vice-captain Ajinka Rahane.
0: Tight and Well, he's just given it up there. And uh, that is a soft, soft dismissal from an Indian point of view. Australia elated. They were going so well out in the middle. And a huge mistake cost.
2: Here's test legend Ricky Ponting, who we spoke to midway through the final session about his thoughts on a captivating opening day of the series. Ricky Ponting, Mitch Stark, set the tone of the test match with the second ball, bowling Pryt V. Shaw. Uh, Aussies couldn't have asked for a better start.
0: Uh, absolutely perfect start. Um, you know, I've worked with Pryt V. a lot the last few years and he has got that little chink in his arm where he sort of pushes at the ball hard through the offside and presents a bit of a gap back between bat and pad and Stark was good enough to get one through there early. So. Look, they started really well. I think India have been able to you know, work really hard through the course of the day. They've had to work hard because the Australians have bowled so well. It looks like it's a slightly slower wicket than we would have thought. There's not been many runs scored down the ground. But for this attack to make Virat Kohli work as hard as he has today, he says a lot about how good they are.
2: Technical flaw, for sure. I reckon the Aussies will try and look to exploit this summer.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And it won't just be the left armor trying to come back. You'll see the right arm trying to get wider on the crease and, and seam the ball back in through the gate as well. I've seen it a lot, and I know that the Aussies would have seen a lot of it through his career, early career.
2: Pajara comes to the crease next. Took him 160 balls to be removed. Looked like the same old Pajara. They eventually got him. What did you make of his innings?
0: Uh, Firstly, I think the Australians adapted and adjusted really well to the last series out here. I thought they bowled a little bit wide to him last series. It was pretty obvious to me today that they decided to bowl a bit straighter, try and hit the stumps more. More importantly, try and make him play at more balls, especially early on. And he nicked about the third or fourth ball that he faced actually off Stark that didn't quite carry to Tim Payne. So, look, they know how he's going to bat. And and I think sometimes when he does lock himself in, like he did today, players like that, you've got to make them play shots every now and then. So bowl a few more full wide ones, bowl some short balls, just sort of get them away from doing what they want to do. But look, they made him work. And then Nathan Lyon, who troubled him a lot last tour, but never really got on top of him, never got him out. I think today was good reward for all the hard work he's put into him.
2: Could Lyon be the key bowler against Bajara this summer?
0: I think he he could be against a lot of their batters, to be honest. Um, He's had as much success as any spinner, I think, against India over the years. He's got Virat Kohli out more than anybody in the history of the game. Um, he looked like he troubled Pajara a lot today. It's, it's The right-handers now that come out to bat against him, he's so much overspin on the ball that when you've got fieldsmen around the bat, they must feel like they're going to get out every ball. So. He builds pressure, he bowls very few bad balls, so he'll be a massive threat for him.
2: It looked like he changed his line a little bit to this test match, bowling more outside off stump to really try and challenge the defence of the Indian batters.
0: Yeah, I think it's more about trying to challenge both edges of the bat. You know, when he bowls, when he creates the angle from wide and angles back in, that really only challenges the inside half of the bat and a glove, whereas if he can get it out a little bit wider, it brings a catch at slip in play, it brings a bat pad offside catch, into play and then if you get the extra bounce like Pajaro's wicket you can still get the catch at, at um, leg slip as well so small adjustments it's only talking about four or six inches but yeah. it, it has so much more effect on it.
2: Virat Kohli could have been out on 16 again to a Nathan Lyon ball that bounced and fizzed and uh, took a glove down the leg side the Aussies decided not to review it they've got three this summer because of the COVID rules and the home umpires uh, do you reckon for a guy like Virat Kohli it's worth just Taking the punt, so to speak, and uh, yeah, a look,
0: yeah. The more I think about it, it with, with three up your sleeve, maybe, maybe they, maybe they should have just had a look. But you can tell straight away, and even Nathan Lyons' reaction. Like, if I'm the bowler and I'm bowling to Virat Kohli, and I think there's any chance at all that that was out, yeah. then his, I mean, he, did, he, did, he, just walks straight back to his mark. So. Yeah. I think Payne probably goes a bit off the bowler. He would have gone a bit off the close to the wicket fielders. But I think it just looked to me like Nathan had dismissed it so quickly that there was no chance it could be out. So yeah. um, no doubt it would be a big talking point overnight. Uh, and no doubt the Aussies would probably talk about it as well.
2: It was so faint, though. I mean, can you excuse the Australians for letting that one go? Oh,
0: I can. I mean, I know Tim's had a bad run with the DRS, uh, but I also know you can't be expected to get all of them right. But I know how the Australians would have reacted if they thought that that was out. If they thought there was any way at all that Coley had got something on that, then they would have been running and appealing and jumping around all over the place and would have had no hesitation. So I think it was obviously one of those ones that they just felt was clearly not out.
2: It was tough for Verrett to score it there. Was that uh, indicative of the Australian bowling, the pitch, or was it just Coley's mindset to try and really grind out the runs and, and be there at the crease for a long time?
0: Yeah, it's. A, I think it's a bit of all of those, to be honest. I, I think, once again with, with Coley, I think, think back to the last series. Whenever he came out, the bowlers got full and straight. He was able to hit the ball down the ground really well and threw me on. And before you know it, you'd look up and you'd have 20 or 30, and then it was hard to stop. Today, I reckon they dragged their length back a little bit. They still bowled straight. Mm. They dragged their length back a little bit. And he has been, I think, more willing than ever anyway just to let a lot more balls go, lock himself in and and make the most of this one test match that he's here for. I
2: was going to say, he's only got one test. He's going to try to out there the whole time.
0: (laughs) He probably will too, yeah.
2: What do you make of the selections? We've got Matthew Wade opening the batting with uh, Joe Burns. scored those 62 runs in nine innings. What do you think about those selections?
0: Well, I was asked in the Big Bash coverage during the week, what would i do what would my team be and had you
2: been on the phone to justin langer at that point no i hadn't i hadn't and
0: it was about what would i do it wasn't about what i thought they would do it was about what would what would i do and i just for everything that goes with not the harmony around the team that's the right the wrong word but they've had success burns has been a big part of that success got 40 in his last test innings he's got four test hundreds he averages nearly 40 as an opening batsman you know i'm sure he hasn't set the world on fire and he and his last you know nine. First-class innings have been for 62 runs, so he's out of form. But I like the fact that they have shown some faith that they've stuck with him. Um, you know, the, I guess the negatives as well. I like the left-handed, right-handed thing. So the yeah. fact you know Wade going up means minimal changes in the team. For and us we all again. wanted to see yeah. Cameron Green, yeah. and we've got to see that. We've got to see him today, and he he uh, he's been exciting for me with the ball. I'm, I can't wait to see him back
2: Get on Green in a second. But what about India? They made the two changes from their last Test match way back in March against New Zealand. Ashwin in for Jadeja. But Pants drops out for um, Saha. Uh, Pants drops out. should probably say that too many times. <laughs> yeah. um, what do you make of that? I mean, you know uh, Pant pretty well. Yeah. What do you think of that decision?
0: Um, look, I think Rishabh Pant is 10 times the player of Riddham and Saha. And I think he's a, a much greater chance of influencing a, the result in a test match than Saha is. Saha's a better keeper. I'll, I'll give him that. He's a, he's a safer keeper. But when you look at even what Rishabh did in the last Tour of Australia, the 100 he made at the SCG and... He's just got that little bit of x-factor about him that he can win games in the in the blink of an eyeball. Um, with Coley not being there as well, they're going yep. to need some of that x-factor type batting. Um, so, you know, when Coley goes, I should say, but we'll, we'll wait and see. But it, it, you know, if I was an Indian selector, I'd be, you know, I'd be I'd be playing Rishad Pant more often than not.
2: Mm, he wouldn't come in for Colour, though, would he? he? Might be your man, Shubman Gill.
0: Yeah, Shubman Gill or Kaya Rahul, you think would come in when Coley goes, but. I mean, I think they probably played their hand there a little bit. Kale Rahul not playing any of the, the yeah. three-day games, and and Gill playing both probably means that Gill will play.
2: All right, Cram and Green debuts number four five nine for Australia. Pat Cummins presented him his cap. You presented Pat Cummins his cap. Kind of a circle of life thing going around. I <laughs> wonder, wonder when Green is going to get his chance.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's amazing, isn't it? It's, it life goes past as you by pretty quickly. It was, doesn't seem like that long ago that I was still there and handing Patty's cap over. Now he's handing caps over as vice-captain of Australia, but. Look, a lot's been talked about with Green for a number of years. And I said this morning on air that I remember Tim Payne ringing me saying, Mate, have you seen this kid, Cameron Green? Mm. And I said, Why? He said, well, He's an unbelievable bowler. And he didn't even mention anything about his batting. It was just all about his bowling. And here we are, a couple of years later, he's made five first class hundreds and he's batting at number six in the test team for Australia. So, look, it's a great story. He looks like a real talent. Even just watching the way he moves in the field, you can see that there's something special there. So. Um, yeah, as I said, I've seen him bowl some good, hostile, quick stuff today and can't wait to see him back when he gets his chance.
2: feels a bit weird out there because I don't think a lot of the players know him that well. So there's 10 guys who know each other pretty well and there's this young fella. You've been in that situation both as a young player and as a senior player with a fresh face. How do you get a guy like that into the game and comfortable around the team?
0: Well, I think the senior guys would have spent as much time as they possibly could with him in the last couple of weeks or even or only the last few days, really, since he's joined um, the test bubble from, from, uh, from Sydney, but it happens all the time, you know, it's not unusual for someone to come into a test team you haven't ever met, yeah. you know, that happened a lot when you're, because when you're playing a lot of international cricket, you're not playing a lot of shield cricket, so... Yeah, it happened a lot when I was playing, and certainly when I was captain. You're walking out to bat with someone that you hardly know. So, but they they would have, you know, that's the modern game. They would have got around him. They'd, they'd be learning everything they could, and having coffee with him, and having dinner with him. And I'm sure he'll slot in quite nicely. Seems like a like a nice young man.
2: Thanks, Ricky. We'll chat tomorrow.
0: Right. Yeah, thanks, mate.
2: We'll be back tomorrow for Ricky's recap of day two. But for all the news, scores, and highlights from the first test, head to cricket.com.au and the CA Live app.